They have other things as well, Scotty, not just strawberries. They have raspberries and they have something else that I've forgotten. Okay, I can't have raspberries though with my indigestion system. We go right through me, Gordon. <laughs> have you guys ever had bilberries before? Pardon? Bilberries. Bilberries? Is that. So. Are you making it up? Bilberry. You're making that. That's fake news. No, no. It's basically the Yorkshire blueberry. They grow on the moors. The what? Yeah. <laughs> it's same deal. You kind of go with a leave with a purple face. Where where do they where do they grow? The moors. Moors. There's an extra <laughs> syllable in there. Yeah. Moors. Like 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 big... we can talk. World. Worm. <laughs> I've said before. Carol. Right? Film. The new metal band Corn. Right in Scotland, they're Corn. Nice, like Victoria Corin Mitchell. Right, that's <laughs> let's um, let's roll with it because we we don't want to risk going past midnight. <laughs> no, listen, that's the most I mean, that's the advice that you should give anybody. I think. Okay. Someone asks you what's the, what, what words of wisdom can you give to somebody in your deathbed? That's exactly what it is. Do not right. go near cheese after midnight. I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna go, alright? Let's just get right into it. Let's go. Alright, good luck everyone. Good luck. Cheers. 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 Hello Dram Facers. Welcome to the Dram Face Podcast. Episode twenty two. Officially, the cheesy one. <laughs> Just held for dramatic pause. I've eaten. Oh, I barely got a snigger. This one. You're getting ahead of yourselves. I know. Roy's, I know. We Roy's held, chomping it down. Roy, we held down. you back. We held you back, mm. and now you're just released. Well, that's so good. Hello, everybody. How are we all? Very well, thank you. Thank you. Yep. 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 It should be no surprise to the listeners, we are still joined by Rob Roy, Scott, and Gordon Fraser. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Hello. Good stuff, good stuff, good to see you. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a, a very big caveat to all the listeners. We apologise already for any of the lip-smacking and audio-eating, but this was an experiment that came up in a conversation in a previous podcast about a live whiskey and cheese pairing moment yeah it's not even um so this this podcast will really only be uh, entertaining for you if you play along at home and yes. somebody needs to turn off their fucking phone not me <laughs> oh god the wheels are off completely i know already. i know <laughs> and i was <laughs> I can't find my phone. It's my phone that's making the noise and I can't even... Ping it. Ping it. Find my phone. Send a ping now. I know. That's what I'm doing, but I've only got one ear, remember? I know. I'm not being funny, guys, but can we speed this along? My dairy leaves melting. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Sorry. We're good. We're good. We're good to go. And also, right. I think a few other caveats come on because just in case anybody's tuning in for any kind of whiskey and food pairing expertise here can we just be clear at the outset that is not going to happen no this it is unless anyone else in here has has some kind of expertise in the realm of pairing uh, whiskeys and cheese this is pretty basic stuff we're attempting tonight right yeah this is this is noobs noobs do whiskey and cheese it's quite hard actually when you're drinking to actually 
get food accurately into your mouth in the first place, right? So that's the first that's the that's, first hurdle we've got, right? That's the goal. Is the goal of this episode is just to figure out how to consume cheese and drink whiskey. Anything else is a bonus. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So maybe just a refresh for anyone. Uh, we set ourselves a task of finding four whiskey, sorry, four uh, cheeses, and we're going to pair them against four whiskies, four types of whiskey. Those cheeses that you should have with you in front of you are a Parmesan, a blue cheese, a cheddar, and a brie. And for the whiskies, you should have a sherried whiskey. We suggested a Glendronach 15, a peated whiskey, Lagavulin 16, an ex-bourbon Glenmorangie, uh, sorry, Glenmorangie 10. I know how to say Glenmorangie. And mm-hmm. a bourbon, Elijah Craig, Buffalo Trace, what have you. What have you. Um, so maybe before we go straight into eating the cheese and, 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 and go on ASMR mode, tell me what your four whiskies are and what your four cheeses are, just just to see how far off we all are. So Rob, what's your four whiskies? So I've got a. Um, so I couldn't match any of them, unfortunately. That's um, good because what my what my thing is, it's also a bit of learning of like, okay, we suggested this, but this might also be an idea. As a, even just as a, a whiskey guide, so yeah. go for it. Wicked, yeah. Okay, so um, in place of the Glenmorangie, Glenmorangie, sorry, ten, I went for Linkwood twelve, uh, mm-hmm. Flora and Fauna twenty forty three percent. Um, for my sherry, I've gone for uh, Edradawa Caledonia as a callback mm-hmm. to last week. Uh, for my peated, I didn't have any. <laughs> What? Keep, keep your 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 face hole to the microphone. Sorry, do you want to do that again? <laughs> I just keep looking at the cheese. Um, yeah, sorry. So I the fumes of this blue cheese are knocking me out. Just just take it from the peated. I think it was the peated one you stopped. Yeah, yeah I, I don't have any uh, Isla that kind of matched the Lagavulin sixteen. So I just went with one that I just enjoy, and it's the Glen Turret ten year old. Pete Smoke. Good. Yeah, Pete Smoke, yeah. And um, for my bourbon, I I do have a Buffalo Trace, but it's only 40%. It's a bit weak. It's just, yeah. So I went for, again, calling back to last week, the one I bought for myself and Stefan is the Buffalo Trace Kosher Wheated, which is essentially a Weller. A Weller, yeah. Okay. yeah. People are going yeah. nuts over that. Yep. Yeah. It's for the price, and I've, I've only had one dram out of it, it is... I am blowing. Oh, and I've never had a Weller before. I've had one Weeter, and it was a Larceny, and it didn't really fill with much confidence. But this is insane. How Very so? Good. Pardon? <laughs> How so? How that is it insane? Less, that sounded less inquisitive and more challenging. <laughs> this, this, yeah. is, this is the one that's got kosher and big letters. Yeah. Right, so this kosher. was already in the, the Dram Face Writers chat, Gordon. Oh, oh. And earlier in the week, somebody had sent it to me saying, Roy, have you tried this? What offering to send a sample up? Uh, just saying that it's nuts good. So I'd be interested to hear what's what's good about that. But aye, mm-hmm. good lineup, a good choice, yeah, Rob. Good. Thank you. Scott, what's your whiskey lineup? Right, so <clears throat> I try to keep it kind of things you can you can buy fairly easily. Well, you know, I mean, within, you know, nothing too extravagant. So for my uh, bourbon one, I went for a Longmorn. It's a Carnmore first fill bourbon, thirteen year old, and it's at forty seven point five. My peated, I've gone for a Lachey ten standard distillery bottle. Ooh. For my 
Bourbon, I've gone for Elijah Craig Barrelproof, uh, 68.3%. Batch Whoa! Oh, batch <laughs> yeah. It's going down pretty fast. Uh, and it just, yeah, just nick it at the bottle. Never, never mind the cheese after midnight, 68% after midnight. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I've got some water here, so let's just, I'm responsible. Four <laughs> gallons. Yes. Holy I've, moly. I've filled, I've filled the bath, right, so... Now, the, peak, the, the sherry dram was a challenge. I had to go into the cupboard, right to the back of the cupboard. It ended up in Narnia, right? But when I was at, <laughs> when I was at, Mr. When I was at Mr. Tumnus's house, the phone, right? He gave me a bottle of the same as Rob. <laughs> uh, and I, I came up with the Edredour oh, Caledonian 12-year-old as well. Very it's good. Only, it's the only sherry whiskey I have in my collection. A wee bit dusty. Um, so we'll see how we get on with that. So that's my four drams for tonight. Fantastic. Nice choices, Scott. Um, Gordon, what's what's your lineup of whiskies looking like? So, I have for a sherry dram an Aberlour. Aber, right? I'll do that again. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> no, that one was fine. <laughs> I have an Aberlour Abuna for my sherry dram. Nice. Which is sixty-one and a half percent batch number wow. sixty-eight. And then for my peaty dram. I have an Ardbeg An Oa. Awesome. An That's what I said. <laughs> I know. No, you didn't know, know until you didn't know, know until until he told know, you. You didn't know. Look, I know. <laughs> right. For my fully bourbon scotch, I've got an Ardnamurkin. Uh, Good Spirits Co. CK one eight one. And that that would be an Ardnamurkin with a dangly. Oh, it's got dangly. You can, yeah, hang on. Oh, and it's a blue like, bottle. You know, it's a single cask, bottle number 158. So it's a bit special. You might not be able to get it. But when I was looking at my stash of things to pick, 100% bourbon cask, I didn't really have any that stood out that I kind of wanted to go for. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. And then for my bourbon, bourbon, I've got a Gregor McQuee bottle. Of Buffalo Trace Stag Junior Kentucky Straight Bourbon Barrel Proof New Charred White Oak, sixty three point nine percent. Nice, that sounds amazing. The face, the face of Scott Monroe. I'm just uh, trying to work out how many points I'd get in a Scrabble board, right? <laughs> 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 you had me, you had me at Stag, right? Uh, <laughs> mm. Great That's stuff. Amazing. And the percentage again? Sorry, sixty three point nine. Okay, so Scott's Scott's the heavy hitter tonight. So I, I purposely went for like lower end ABVs and I thought, well, I'm having four whiskey. I'm not eating cheese as well, but four whiskeys in one go. Like, trust me, the cheese will be hit you harder than the whiskey tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Gordon, just on that stag, yes. did Gregor give you that sample? No. Ah, I took it. I took it from the bottle that you gave me that Gregor gave you. Ah, okay. Because ah, right. that would have been a, a weird coincidence, right? If he'd sampled you the exact yeah. same bottle no. that he'd gifted me, right? That, when you uh, said, I hate that stuff, Gregor gave me it, and I hate him. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I took a wee, a wee 30 mil sample just for posterity. Well, you got you actually got a re-gift. I had, Gregor had wrote a wee lovely note to Roy as well, and it saying, no, you're such a good friend. What's really weird is, though, when, when you give the bottle back to Roy, you'd scrubbed out Roy and written Gordon so that it looked like I'd written it to you. It was just a bit bizarre. I hope that he didn't notice. <laughs> well, 
I'm suddenly realising that my ABVs are just not up to not up to scratch tonight. Are you changing? Are you changing your lineup? No, I, I'll, I'll stick with the original lineup. But I did grab the stag uh, just in case uh, you know any. Uh, just in case the other it. other drums are not enough. Run me through your lineup then, Roy. So my sherry cask, sherry matured pick tonight is Glen Turret 12. Mm-hmm. This happens to be the 2022 release, 46% ABV. Nice, rich, typical sherry style from Southern Highlands. Then I've got my Isla pick. Didn't go for uh, the Lager. I went for Arbeg's 10-year-old. Wait, wait, that's a Freudian slip there because we just said peated, but you said my Isla pick. It lo- I love that your brain, as oh, soon as you say Pete, it's oh, Isla oh, Pick. Oh. They, no, that's, a, that's an absolutely fair point. In fact, as uh, Rob's already pointed out, he managed to get a, a Highlander Pete, and there's loads of other uh, Pete whiskies out there beyond Isla. You're absolutely right. All good. I, I'm just poking fun. Aye, I've gone for Isla. Um, for my bourbon cask, I've got the last wee dribble, but the rest, oh. I've got another dram in this bottle. Glen Cadam 10. Fully natural product. Absolutely love the stuff. Great value too, still. And then my bourbon pick, I've currently got in the glass. I was torn between, you know, what was easily available in the UK, which Wild Turkey 101 is everywhere and it's always cheap and on a good offer. But in the end, I went for, I indulged myself a wee bit and I went for a Four Roses single barrel. Roughly mm. same ABV as the Wild Turkey 101. This is coming in at 50% ABV. And that's what's uh, in the, the bourbon glass. And I've got the stag standby in case I need any energy a wee bit later on I love it I love it, uh, all good choices uh, I'll run through mine and I will also run through my cheeses in one go and then I think it would be good to go around the table one last time on the cheese selection because then it gives okay. a good picture for everyone Yeah. so for my sherry I stuck with the Glendronic 15 it's just a nice. classic, it's just a classic it was a, a, a new bottle as well so let's see if the neck keep your face in the mic Oh, sorry. sorry. Let's see if the, <laughs> if the neck pour is a thing. For my ex-bourbon, I've got a Glen Morangi 10. For my Isla, <laughs> I've got a Lagavulin. I have the Phage bottle that we all picked up, the bottled in 2018. The no. Non- Non. That's the dis- that's not a fish bottle. That's the distillery exclusive. Oh my bad. Sorry, my bad. I picked yes. up the other one. Yeah, sorry. This is a cask strength. Um, the fish. The fish bottle when we were there in 2022 was a howler. Ah, that's oh. right. Oh, you've got right. the staff pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. 53.5%. Excellent. In, in truth, I'm only pouring that because I don't have any lag 16 because I am still on my bottle ban and and I'm a good bottle banner, unlike Rob. <laughs> You need, start saying, you need to start saying lag of wool in 16 because it'll just confuse people now if there's a, a 16 year old lag. Oh, lag, yes, <laughs> very true, very true. And then I went for the lighter counterpart to Scott's bourbon. I have just the regular Elijah Craig. Nice. Primarily because I've got some other stuff to do after this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's my four set drams. For my cheese, I have a aged Parmesan. I can't even remember the name. It's a Costco number, but it's authentic, DOC certified. For my brie, I have a Florette goat brie. In truth, I didn't realise it was a goat brie when I picked it up, but that would be interesting. Nice. For my cheddar, I actually combined two of the briefs, the one that Roy was kicking around, and I've gone for a smoked cheddar, Westminster smoked cheddar, 
And for my blue cheese, I've gone with a rogue creamery. You'll like this. Oregonzola blue. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oregonzola. Oh, dear. So that's my four. And then I will add, seeing as we're keeping on all, all little sides, something that I think everybody needs when they're eating cheese. They call it different here. or It's membrio, but we all know it as quince. So I've got a yeah. wee tub yeah. of quince uh, instead of a fruit just to compliment, and that would be my cheeses. Let's go in the same order. Uh, Rob, what, what cheeses you got lined up? Yeah, sure. So actually, uh, I jumped on the cheese V-pub just to kind of reacquaint myself, because, again, I wasn't sure if I should be getting super high proof. I'll just go low ends. But um, but on the on there, it, mentioned, it was mentioned that we should, uh, an aged Parmesan, I really don't know what that meant, but I think it was a 30-month. So I went out and got myself a 30, yeah 30-month Parmesan. And then I got two cheddars just because the cheese mugger twisted my arm and he said I need a boat. So <laughs> I did. So I got a, a black bomber cheddar, which is actually got recommended by uh, a friend, and then an old Winchester. And then I got a breeding mew. I'm not going to, yeah, cut that out, please. <laughs> I got a brie uh, of some description. The mouth, the mouth checked out from the brain there. <laughs> yeah, just gave up. Just gave a sound. <laughs> And then I know it was kicked around that we mentioned a gorgonzola for a blue cheese or a stilton, but uh, again, it just I let the, the the guy behind the counter he just decide, and he got me a Shropshire blue, which actually looks like I mean, I, somebody probably shoot me down for calling it this, but it looks like a like a, a blue cheese red Leicester. It's got a oh, red tinge to it. Very good. It yeah, and it's been stinking out. For a whole a whole week between podcast recordings, <laughs> yeah, that's dedication. I said, like, I've never sat in front of a plate of cheese for this long and not inhaled it. So, <laughs> to my good. restraint, yeah. S- Scott, what's uh, what's your cheese lineup looking like? Right, so I kind of went for kind of supermarket stuff. I've got a nice um, cheesemonger. Two of them actually quite near me, uh, and I've said before they do a lovely pecorino with truss- truffle. But I'm not wasting that on you guys, right? So what I've done is um, a ram-raided uh, Marks & Spencer, and I picked up a block of their Cornish Cruncher cheddar, which is really nice, kind of crumbly wee cheddar. I also got their eight, uh, Parmesan from them. It was an 18-month matured Parmesan. Blue cheese is up there with sherry whiskies as, as the devil's work. So um, <laughs> I, I can't eat blue cheese. Right? Blue, blue cheese, just it's just the worst thing ever, right? I just I can't eat it. Anyway, I got um, St. Agour. Blue, rich and creamy. Apparently, um, I'm not sure about the, the creamy side of it, but it's or rich because it smells pretty cheap from where I'm sitting, right? But that just might be my taste. Uh, and the brie is just a standard brie. I love brie. Brie is one of my favourite cheeses, so I've just picked up a massive block of it and put it between two pieces and uh, get stuck into it. So that's my my. Ch- I didn't. I was going to get a smoked cheese, but I just thought, nah. So. Fair play. Fair play. <laughs> I love how you. I love how you oscillate between you know expansive poetic explanations and then shortcut. Nah, it's good. Thanks, Gregor. That's just the way I roll, you know. <laughs> Gordon, what's your cheese lineup looking? I'm not a cheese guy, right? I don't know anything about cheese. I don't purposefully go and pick cheese to eat. If it's there on a cheese board, I'll eat it and I'll think it's quite good. But so I, I went into Sainsbury's tonight to pick up the list and had a real dilemma because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and so I got a parmesan that said DOC in it because I remember Gregor saying something about that being good. <laughs> and then I got a ch- cheddar, and then I got a blue cheese, and then I got a brie. Very good. 
You've answered here. the brief. You've answered the brief. Yeah, I don't know what it means. Uh, it was go. I went on cost. Uh huh. <laughs> can I can I just say as well? Just, you mentioned you quince, Greg. I want to go back. I didn't tell you my accompaniment, which is oat cakes. Just because mm-hmm. I want to make my mouth even drier than it is just eating cheese. <laughs> um, so any kind of noises here would be just my teeth cementing themselves to each other uh, as the evening progresses. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's a point. Has anyone got crackers? Has everyone got crackers? Are you doing cracker cheese oh, or just no. cheese? I was told not to bring crackers. It's okay. explicitly told no crackers. Fair. Fair. No. No, no one told me that. But I, I'm I, eating I, them on the side. I, I, I'm not. I'm not combining the two. I'm having them separate as a kind of palate cleanser between okay. into you know. Yeah, into I mean, I I didn't I didn't tell you explicitly not to bring them. Well, I just said that obviously there's might be a lot of kind of <laughs> trying to speak through crumbs. <laughs> so Roy, what's your cheese lineup looking? Well, I went for convenience. I went for cost, um, and I went just to the local supermarket. I picked up. A parmesan, but I also picked up a, a wee a manchego because it's a favourite of mine. But it's been sitting out a wee while, and manchego tends to sweat and go a wee bit waxy and slimy. But oh, yeah, a bit like myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got those two in that category. I've got just Stilton standard supermarket Stilton for uh, the blue cheese pick. I got a extra mature cathedral, just a regular branded. Extra mature cheddar. I got whatever the generic brie, that red and gold brie pack, probably the same as the one that Gordon picked up. I just uh, no, no, no. I doubt that. I went for ch- the the lowest of the low. Right. Okay. Well, it, it, it was in a it, it was barely in a packet. Aye. There was another brie available that was just in cling film. That was yeah. the one I went for. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But it was all looking a wee bit sweaty and. Nobody. Mm. So I just I went for the branded one, and I also threw in uh, what looks awful. It looks like fake cheese. It looks really waxy and shiny. It's just a. It doesn't even tell you what kind of cheese it is, but it just tells you that it's German smoked cheese, and it just comes in a wheel, <laughs> like just a wheel. You just peel it out the plastic, and it's plastic inside. But I have to say, I've been nibbling it, and it tastes absolutely fine. So I've got a smoked cheese as well. Cheese slash frisbee. Hi. But, but it's so quite, you, it's you and Greg got surprise cheese then. Extra, extra cheese. They, they've got a fifth cheese, Rob. I had noted this. I've got yeah. a sixth cheese. Yeah. I've what? Had, I've got six cheeses. Yeah, I went out <laughs> for spend. No, I've, I'm only on four. Crazy. Crazy. I'm on four. Roy, you're a little bit older than me, but I'm, just, I'm hoping that someone's told you, you know, just don't mix your cheeses, man, right? I mean, <laughs> fine for a couple, but six? Man, <laughs> that's dangerous ground, my friend. Well, we'll see how we go on. We'll see how we go on. So, bit of mechanics. I've been nibbling and sipping in the background. Maybe just a quick first observation. I'm going to say Parmesan is probably one of the most multi-purpose cheeses because I've never actually really sat <sighs> and chewed on it. I'm putting it on yeah, pasta, pasta. But mm-hmm. my gosh, is it not a great cheese just to nibble? It's like, gorgeous. Quite gritty. Yeah. yeah. That, that salty deposit's the best. Yes. What? That salty deposit is the best. Salty deposit? <laughs> yeah, so you'll see if you pick up Filth. a piece of Parmesan, and uh, Rob watched the the V-Pub. So I, that I can't was, remember what the technical name for it was. Yeah, it'd be a brilliant thing for, for us to do, but obviously you were the only one that bothered, Rob, but I didn't do it either. I do my homework. But there is a kind of a, that grittiness, the little kind of white deposits. It's almost like salt crystals in the parmesan, right? 
and it does it gives it a wee bit of texture it's not particularly salty but you do get it there and i absolutely agree with you gregor parmesan is a delight of a thing right so just to mm. just to say how how are we starting this and what we're pairing with what Mm-hmm. And well, well, so yeah, I was going to go. Am I getting ahead of the game? No, no, you're right. I think let's align. Firstly, the mechanics here: <clears throat> cheese first, then the whiskey. Yeah. Or whiskey, then the cheese. Yeah. I yeah. Go che- I go cheese. No, that yeah. wasn't that wasn't a yes or no and uh, question, Gordon. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I oh. go for cheese first. I've I've obviously done chocolate pairings before and like yeah. things like shortbread, but I always would, I would think cheese first to coat the mouth and then the whiskey. Right. So then, but, second um, second question to that would be, you know, are you are you trying to leave a little bit of cheese in your mouth when you come to the whiskey, or are you basically just relying on the residual environment? I would I would say, well, I, I, you could do a bit of both. I would, I mean, I've not done a cheese and whiskey pairing before, but I would say that residual, you've swallowed the cheese, it's it's there, the, the oiliness is there. Okay. Take the drum on top of that. Okay. But by all means, we could always keep a wee bit in the old gob That's, and see yeah. what works. Good. Like a cheesy gobstopper. <laughs> <laughs> any any other questions before we get into it? And I think, you know, what we question? Started, I'm going to say... I've got one question. All right, go for it. I'm, I'm, I'm opening myself up to ridicule here, right? But I'll do it anyway. Do, are we cutting off the white bit off the brie? No, <laughs> no. It's a fair it, it question. It, it's, 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 it's a totally personal preference. Going, yep. I, like the, I, like, I like the rind on it, but some people don't. It's, it's a personal thing. Whatever you, whatever, whatever you want. Doesn't what matter. is it, though? It's just the right. It's just a soft rind, isn't it? It's soft rind. A... It's it's totally edible. It's just yeah. It, it won't. I mean, by all means, you know, if you've got a big end bit, I would maybe cut the end bit off. But try both. I, think it's I, all would, good. I would say it's up to you, mate. Whatever you whatever you fancy. All yeah. right. Okay. Fair enough. Gordon, give it a go. I think you should just dive in. I I used to I used to scoop the brie out and separate it from the rind, mm-hmm. and and now I just slice it up and pelican mm-hmm. it. Scotty's right. If you get a bit too much rind versus cheese. Yeah, a wee bit more challenging, but there's ways to cut it so that you can evenly distribute the rind versus cheese. Oh, <laughs> I just cut it with my teeth. This is like this has been scientifically proven, by the way. As Roy Roy's comment there, that's from a, a paper that was submitted uh, to university back in 1956. <laughs> <laughs> just Technical like cheese cutting. All right, Roy. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? What? How about you suggest what cheese we go first, and then which which whiskey? Well, if you ask me that again, so that we can hear you. <laughs> so Roy, what I'm asking is, um, is this, this, the, the, the slight threat in Roy's voice. It was like the the iron fist in a velvet glove. There was no menace behind that. Uh, uh, he's, been, he's been shouting at us to keep our faces in the mic. True. I know, I know. Yeah, it's what, true. It's true. Roy, what would be great is if you can maybe suggest what what cheese do we go first and what do we pair up, and then I think it's good if we almost. Cross that whiskey off. You say, right, we can't try anything else with that. And then we just run through. And then we can just go for a free-for-all. And then start mixing it up, right. right. Well, I mean, I don't have any intelligence or wisdom there other than to suggest that we maybe follow what you would normally follow maybe in a whiskey tasting lineup, And that yeah. tends to be lighter flavours, ABV lower, to okay. larger ABVs, that kind of thing. Anyway, I know that we're all over the place. Some of us have got really high ABV bourbon cask picks. Some of us have got lighter ones. Glenmorangie 10 is at doing at 40, 43 but Gordon's sitting there with a 60% or Ardnum working, right? But I would, so, I would but suggest profile. that... Yeah, I would suggest that the bourbon-matured scotch would be a good one to start with. Okay. I've got that lined up just now with my cheddar. Oh, cheddar. Just to see right. how we got on. on. So cheese first, yep. 
Yeah, let's, yeah, raise, yeah. let's raise yeah. a glass because this is just pure decadence. Friday night. This is Hanging indulgence. With you boys and it's cheese. Also, and complete and car crash material. I love it. <laughs> this is what I'm here for. Cheers, Cheers, Cheers boys. Fun. Cheers. Mm. So mine, I'm, I'm, mm. I'm just trying to fill. I'm trying to fill the dead air. My cheddar is smoked, so it's an interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm, so I've mm-hmm, got a mm-hmm. smoked cheese with quite a a clean whiskey. You know, you said in the intro, my, or last week, mild cheddar, but in the brief it said mature cheddar. Is there a difference here? <laughs> uh, mature tends to be a bit stronger, so it was a bit of an oxymoron, I guess. Mm. Well, well, I normally buy medium cheese because it's just for the family, it's for everybody. Mm. So, I just got Parma Violets. Wow. From the whiskey or the cheese? The two. So I ate a bit of cheddar and then a bit of Arnamurkin and it was like potent Parma Violet wee sweetie. Yeah, I used Parma Violets at the whiskey club on Monday night and people were having conniptions. What is a part? What's a, what's a, a white one? A what? Well, hang on a minute. You don't know what a Parma Violet is? No, not really. It's what? The, it's the wee kind of, uh, are they lavender flavoured? or No, yeah. they're, they're violet flavoured, right? Is it one of yep. the chalky? Is it like a chalk? One of those chalky, like a love heart yeah. type ones? Yes. I, I hate them. I hate no, no, no. The real, the real, kind of lilac coloured. It's a tube that has two concave sides. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I hate them. Oh, well, yeah. I love them. I, I hate them I yet. Them. I hate them yet. <laughs> You've <laughs> not tried it with Arnold Merkin. No. <laughs> but that that combination. Love them yet. That combination brought that out for you. That's good. Wow, Mine's yeah. gone all my fruity right. Linkwood's gone all floral and like cut grass almost like oh. <laughs> it's really weird. It kind of started really sweet and then it kind of went just nose diving. Do you know you like if you've ever like cut flowers or like cut the like do you trim the ends of, of stems of flowers and you kinda of get mm. them in your hands and it's like mm-hmm. I had this yeah. recently actually. Yeah, like, maybe it's just it's just a note that stuck with me, but like yeah, that's that's amazing. I don't know if anybody else is getting it, but with it, the, the, the you know the whiskey is exactly as you expect the whiskey to be. You have a piece of cheese, you go back to the whiskey, and suddenly the the texture of the whiskey, obviously because of the oils and the fat that's been left on your palate, the whiskey is just so textured and silky and oily. I don't know if anybody's noticing that. I'm, I'm just trying. I'm trying to keep mm. my head above the what the waves here. This is ludicrous. Oh, it's bonkers. The, well, the whiskey is lively for me. Yeah, yeah it's, it's quite it's, vibrant. So this long one I've got. What this is, what the cheese is doing is just adding a kind of real salty kind of edge to it, mm. but it's also, um, it's more as Roy as you said, it's more of a texture thing as well. Apart from the salt, uh, I'm getting a little bit of creaminess on it, but it's the texture, the way that the whiskey is actually just really just clinging to my, to my mouth now. But the salty edge isn't unpleasant at all. But it's, I'm kind of I'm losing the, I mean I, I've gone for a, a fairly mature cheddar. It's kind of over, overpowering this one, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not really tasting the long one anymore. I can't really figure out any of what I know from this bottle. And I've been through a couple of these bottles before, so. But it's nice. It adds a kind of. It, 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 I know you mean it, it makes it a bit zingier. It kind of mm. um, the citrus notes cover coming through much more for me on the on the taste. It's weird. I'm getting a salty whack from the the cheddar, and then a sweet surge from the whiskey mm-hmm. and then the sour finish from the cheese and the whiskey mm-hmm. so it's like the sourness is amplified because you've got that kind of cheesy 
sourness on the finish. So it's like a real journey. I, I, I'm totally getting that sour note. Yeah, me too. On, on, on the finish. Now you've mentioned that, Gordon. Yeah. Mm. Let me ask, Gordon, have you have you sat down and had cheese and whiskey before? No. Right, okay. So I mean, that's a good thing to start with because I think the big takeaway for anybody listening tonight is not the kind of ins and outs and of, of every kind of wee bullet point that we come out with, but is this a fun or good thing to do? Um, oh, yeah. So I know we've only just started, but it, it's my hope that all of you go away saying, no, I would do that again. I know we've oh. only just, we're only just in the... I mean, it's interesting. I don't want to start rocking the boat because it's early doors, right? But yeah, yeah. What what I would say is like, I'd be interested at, later on to try the brie with this because I think that mm-hmm. the the brie doesn't have as much f- that upfront flavour that you get with a cheddar. So I wonder if that that'd be much more a texture led thing mm. with the, with the brie. And maybe the vanilla notes from a bourbon cast would come out a bit more. I don't know. I'm just maybe getting ahead of myself. Sorry, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm breeze, the, Sorry, the, the breeze in the mouth. Ah, in, the <laughs> in, the na- in the name of science, uh, Roy just hoovered a big chunk of brie there. Right, nah, he's no We'll come back to that experiment. Am I the only one? You know, the the, the more strong the cheese is, I I almost perspire from the temple and the scalp. Do you? Do you Anyone else get that? Cheese sweats. Cheese sweats. Aye. No. It's just it's only, only, only one minute past midnight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just me. Just me. Right. I think it's the umami hit. You know, this aversion you have. I remember you freaking out every night in Isla when we were bringing in the cheese board late at night and you were just <laughs> like, nobody's listening. No cheese. No cheese. No, what nobody, is? well, it's just, you know, it's, common, it's common sense, right? You don't have cheese after midnight, right? So on Isla, we had plenty of drinks, we got to after midnight, and then we're out of crisps, right? And there's, a, a, no exaggeration, a bit of panic sitting, right? <laughs> uh, and somebody mentioned, we'll get cheese. And that's just alarm bells, right? Because anyone who's eaten cheese, right, and a large amount of cheese before they hit the hay, will have the most terrifying, awful, Dreams, right? The, the the worst dreams ever. Dreams that you know that you wake up in the morning and a dream is, is, is a feeling and it fades. Yeah. And suddenly you can't remember it. Yeah. Not not a cheese dream. No, no, you remember that for the rest of your life, right? So, <laughs> and it's not a nice dream, right? It's not a nice dream. Not that you're flying above clouds and you're, you're flying above distilleries and no, oh, this is great. It's big tentacle beasts coming after you, right? So the cracks and you run along the cracks in the pavement are chasing you. That kind of dream. Right? <laughs> So it's like decaffeinated coffee is the same thing. And if you were to cross the street or cross the, the stream and have decaf coffee and a plate of cheese, I'm not sure if you ever recover from that, to be honest. So just a friendly word of warning. Um, the, co- the quotable there is, what was it? The, the cracks in the street are chasing you. <laughs> the cracks that in the thing. pavement. Aye, and you can't escape. Aye, that's, that's, that's amazing. That's, that's your next t shirt. It's a real thing, right? No, you that's, your, that's your next t shirt. <laughs> right, let's. Let's move on to the next cheese. I, I think um, in the spirit of embracing new, newness and noobs, Rob, how about you choose the next cheese to go with? I'm oh. assuming I'm assuming we're going to go sherry next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. In, uh, in normal whiskey order, but I, poof, wow. So my, my initial instinct was parmesan, but mm-hmm. I'm almost tempted to go 
blue. I feel like oh. really strong and really strong all at the same time. Oh. Is it going to destroy our pal- pal- No, I'm. Sorry, can, I, can I just say, uh, uh, Rob, are you trying to break me? Blue <laughs> <laughs> cheese and sherry. This could be the end. I'm ready to go. Like, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, so we're doing we all one. Okay. Wow. Okay, okay, I'm so sorry. Are we, are seriously blue and blue and is that what we're doing? Blue cheese. Cool. Cool. Sounds like it. It's got to go right, somewhere. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm going. Holy moly! Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow! I'm I'm fine for my life here. Whoa! For me, for me, oh wow! It dominates. I can't even. I can barely even get the sherry. I don't know that's, what's going on. I guess that's the best no. thing about it. You can't taste the sherry. Um, that's wow. That's brutal. That is brutal. You're right, Scotty. Yeah. That is brutal. It's all right after first sip. Mm. First sip, you don't really get much. Second sip, it's all right. I like. I like. I mean, like cheese and grapes. It's almost like I mean, like cold black, like red grapes. I've actually got to say that. No. 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 The finish of it, actually, to be fair. It's quite nice. It's adding to me quite a, a kind of dark note richness. Mm. It's not, I'm not getting on the Edradir 12 on its own. Mm. It's got this kind of... Is it maybe elongating the finish of it a wee bit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives a kind of nice, salt, slightly salty, yeah. dark edge. If that makes any kind of sense. It's like the but blue the cheese hit, is like riding on the finish of the whiskey. Yeah, the like initial hit on is, on. is not worth the payoff, right? The initial hit is <laughs> everything that you, you, you everything I feared, right? Um, and I, and I do notice the fact that you're all laughing at me, right? And it's uh, no worth, laughing with you, sherry but, and blue cheese for sherry and blue cheese. Honestly, Christ. Right, anyway, but um, but the, the finish is. I'm going to try it again. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You're going back in. You have to. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. It gets better, Scotty. It does get better. Well, okay. Gordon, what did you oh. think of the combo? What did you think of the two? I thought, I mean, cask strength. Cask strength, Aberlour, with really potent blue cheese is really hard to d- deal with. Yeah. You don't know what's going on. You know, it's just a wave of just stuff. Just, just, just permeating every sense. Yeah, yeah. And, and then eventually it subsides to just like sweet sharp. Mm. And would, Scotty's face. What would you? What? What? Just, just from your gut. What would you? What would you have sooner paired with that? Just out of curiosity. Um, I would probably went with the parmesan because I feel like the saltiness would have offset this the overt sweetness and. Mm-hmm. Richness of the sherry. That's interesting, man. Because I was thinking that the peated whiskey might work with that, just because of the saltiness. That's, mm, that's what my when I said it, it, I was like, "Well, yeah. I want the I want the parmesan with the peat, but what else goes with the sherry?" Well, if, salt with salt. Yeah, I yeah, feel like you need that balance. Possibly, yeah. I know what you mean. But See, I, yeah, I, feel, I feel like I've got insider info here. Oh, I because when we did the V pub. The only thing I can remember from the V pub is that one cheese went with every whiskey, sure. and one whiskey went with every cheese. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not going to 
I'm not going to share what that is because obviously. Oh, so you're just teasing. Aye, aye. But but right. just so I'm I'm kind of a wee bit influenced by that, which is why I just need to bite my tongue, oh, and, okay. and and kind of just let this go. I felt that the blue cheese, the the sherry, the fruity rich sherry whiskey made the blue cheese much more challenging, and I love blue cheese. Mm. I'm already on record as saying that you know that Sanagur that you've got, Scott. We use okay. that for steak yeah. sauce in the house. You just get a wee saucepan and heat up some cream, right? And you just dollop that in a chunk at a time. And you, you melt it. And you, you need something in there. You need a wee bit of acidity in there. So some people add a wee bit of vinegar or whatever. So, There's lots of things you can add. But you make it, that's what we do. Unfortunately, I have to buy two packs of the Sanagur because I'm mm. making the blue cheese sauce. <laughs> and I just get slab by slab of that cheese and just eat it as I'm cooking. I just, I'm, I adore that. But, but, but with, that, with that said... The sherry killed it for you. No, the the sherry didn't kill it for me, but the the sherry made me not. Well, I'm not eating Sanagur. Sanagur is much creamier than this. This mm. is quite a dry, waxy Stilton I've got here. The Sanagur is much creamier, but it's still got that kind of that blue cheesy, yeah, challenging flavour that you come to adore. But the the, the sherry made the cheese worse. The I've got to say, I'm loving this, right? Because um, <laughs> Rob suggests sherry and blue cheese, and then Roy's admitted he had inside info, and then said it made the blue cheese worse. But go on, Monroe, you have a wee taste of that. <laughs> what, what's the worst that can happen? Is it? Sorry, can I just? So I, I was like, I'm back. I'm backing out. I'm not. I've had two bits of blue and a bit of sherry. It's not working, really. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, so I'm, like, I'm backing I'm, out. I'm going for a well. Let's hope that the blue cheese gets. I'm going for strawberries and, and sherry. Yeah. Oh, it stills not doesn't work. Oh. Is sherry just a really poor whiskey to be pairing things with? Well, or yeah. hard to pair um, things with. Sherry and I found sherry whiskeys and uh, shortbread are a wonderful combination. Absolutely, you get that oiliness from the shortbread and the sugar. With just the, works. Just it's just it's a, it's it's a really good thing, like and um, it's, it's it's lovely. I'm getting like a carpet shop, you know that really s- s- chemically. Wow, uh, yeah, that's it. All right, just yeah. fresh, indulge fresh me, car- indulge me. carpet. Yeah, <laughs> grab a, grab a wee chunk of your parmesan. Tear off a chunk of parmesan. I'll slice it delicately. No, yeah. parma- parmesan is great just to tear. What? I know. I yeah, can't just, tear, just I tear, can't tear my parmesan. What, how? You can, what? of course you can. Just, just break how can off. you tear cheese? You can break. break, break you can break it. Chunk. You can't tear. Okay, okay. Jeez. Oh, listen. This is Roy, Roy, Roy can Roy can rip a, a, a old telephone book in half. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. Just just break it into chunks. I, I just, you know, you know, it doesn't. I, honestly, you know, it's nice. For, I take it back. Parm, that, parm that is. You've said parm it. Sherry, oh, yeah. Parm. Honestly, I think. Uh, uh, spoiler. I think we know. Parm is the thing that goes with everything. Yeah, yeah, that works. That's gorgeous. Is it just me? It is it just me, or am I? Am I? Is it just because I've got a druth? I'm drinking the whiskey a lot faster than uh, no. normally when you're dramming. It's not just you. At my, the the sherry whiskey, I'm going to need to go for a top up. <laughs> you too. I'm topping up now too. That's why I went for lower proof because I feel like it's cool. so the parmesan yeah. and sherry that that works better. Yes. It's delicious. It really that saltiness in the in the, the sherry like it's quite yeah. So I think I think I think the game here is going to be finding what blue cheese works with and finding what parmesan doesn't work with. Right. right. I'm excited if it works with the bourbon, the, yes, the sweetie. But, but see see what we're experiencing now with this parmesan and sherry backwards and forwards. 
Are you not kind of quite delighted by the fact that the, ch- the, the whiskey amplifies the cheese and the cheese amplifies the whiskey? Mm-hmm. Symbiotic. As a flavour experience, it's quite exciting. Yeah, absolutely. It's an interesting thing. I've been to a, a, a tasting. It was uh, during Fischl, uh 2017. Douglas Lane had a, a, a dinner um, at Bridge, the Bridge End Hotel. And every course was paired with uh, a whiskey. I must look out the, the menu from that night because I've still got it. And that was a, an amazing experience because it wasn't just about what we're doing. They had like peat burning and little, little holders. Aye. Blindfolded you. They made you like rub like sandpaper blindfolded while you had a Springbank 18 from the, <laughs> you know, one of their selections. And the whiskey all worked that night. But this is quite an interesting because I've only ever had sweet things with whiskey really. I mean, you know, chunks some some... Uh, dark chocolate with whiskey, yeah. Shortbread, as I said, with um, whiskey as well. I, I mentioned sherry whiskey. Shortbread with any kind of whiskey works really well. So this is the first time I've really properly sat down with uh, savoury, mm. you know, and con- compared and contrasted. Like, and it's quite a, a jarring experience in some ways to me because I quite like sweet. I mean, you know me, I like bourbon caspier. I quite like sweet whiskies rather yeah. than the savoury stuff. So that's exciting, you know, exciting that. Um, so I find that quite an interesting and quite a challenging thing because I've the two we've had so far I I don't I have not warmed to them like it's not something I would with the cheeses we've we've paired I would do again mm-hmm. at the moment but we'll see how it goes. Well, I don't well, I don't know that anybody's got a particularly sweet cheese in a lineup. There's clearly mm-hmm. a sweet whiskey here in the bourbon. Yeah, that I don't mean the bourbon cast scotch. I mean the the, the oh, bourbon. Yeah. I, so but we don't I don't have a sweet cheese. So will we, will we will we go with the the, the bourbon next then? Aye. I was going to say let's do bourbon and Scott. How about you choose the cheese? Oh, okay, just just from what I, I said there, why don't we try the the bourbon we've got with the brie? Because I think the brie is probably the least flavoured of the cheeses we have in front of us tonight. I think, and I think I wonder if the kind of the, as I said before, the texture might play a part more in mm. this than the taste. I was going to say I have a bit of a theory. I mean, it's not confirmed yet, like, but. I feel like the crumbly cheese is going to work better because I feel like, especially with that, my cheddar was really creamy. It kind of just coated my mouth completely and I didn't really get much of the flavour as, as I would normally with like a, the link would mm. I know. But I mean, both though, the finish Whoa. completely changes and it just keeps going and going. My <clears throat> brie <clears throat> tastes like a permanent marker. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the brie that didn't come in a wrapper? <laughs> I am regretting <laughs> having gone for the 50 pence brie. It's well, been lying there since Christmas 2018. Not just that, I'm getting a flash of Gordon in his school days at the back of the class licking a marker. You want to know what it reminds me of? When I was a wee boy, <clears throat> I got a wee, for my birthday, it was a toy car, uh, uh, just like a, a Hot Wheels. But it came with two, it was white pure white and it came with two permanent markers that you could decorate it yourself and that's what I'm sm- smelling uh, tasting with the cheese the brie wow there you go just flash so up my, old... my brie is a goat's cheese so there's a there's good a, chart. A, a sharpness mm. aye right there's a sharpness <laughs> there's a sharpness to my brie which I think is doesn't exist in most brie right brie is quite creamy it's still soft oh no no, no 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 that's not good no 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 but no, no. I'll say this, my bourbon my bourbon stands up to it. The bourbon yeah. shines. There were there were chefs, there were older women chefs. Was it two fat ladies? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. They used they used to talk about, and I, I love goat's cheese, but they ruined it for me for a while. I'm over it now. But they said, well, no, we really don't like goat's cheese because it tastes of urine. <laughs> no. Yeah. No way. That's what they said. And and so have they tasted so, urine then? I know. <laughs> so the next time that you taste goat's cheese, you're like, is this what is this what piss tastes like? Goat, goat's cheese on a pizza. Goat's cheese, on your goat's cheese, walnut, pear, and a bit of honey on a pizza. Oh, amazing. What? Mm-hmm. Why? Goat's what cheese about- and pear salad, walnut, superb. Rob Roy, Rob Roy. Rob Roy, where are we at on the, the brie and bourbon, the BBE? I think my bourbon's too strong. It's overpowering the brie. Yeah. It's getting more yeah, textural. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Than anything else. I don't Again, though, the, brie... the finish is, that's where it's happening for me more than often. Because it's just like, it's just more textural than it would do be normally, maybe. But I don't know. It's just... Brie's a strange one. I, I do love brie. Like, a baguette. Mm. With brie and butter on it, and that's it. Amazing. It's, yeah. But I don't know if it's working with whiskey because I think that even though we're having this with bourbon or whatever cask your hat or whatever ABV you've got, I think every I think everyone's going to overpower the brie. Mm. To be honest. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think the brie is just a wee bit too. Um, yeah, just mild, too mild and yeah. soft, and and just just I've finished mine actually, which is a shame because I wanted to crack a joke at the end. All that's left is debris. Oh, oh. I've gone and finished it. So if I want any more, if there's going to be any more brie comparisons, I need to go nip up for a recharge. But I think, I think, I think honestly, I don't think we might we, we need it because mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't. There's nothing, that, no other glass here that makes me want to try it along with the brie. I think the brie is just just soft. And who suggested brie? I'm wondering if the brie creaminess will match the the PT one quite well because that uh-huh. can be quite drying. And if you've got a creaminess there. Well, well, <clears> should, <throat> should we just jump to the peaty one then? Let's do it. We should, I'll, I'll say this, I'll say this though, as, as I, I, I like Rob's thing of the, the finish. It's almost like the second sip after is, is interesting. For me, yeah. I got like the remnants of salted caramel ice cream. Oh. My bourbon, which yes. Was, it was not unpleasant. It's interesting. Wait, 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 was... sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, uh, we can't gloss over the fact Gordon just popped his stag junior cherry. How did that go? Oh, no, no, no. I've had this before. Oh, my bad. My bad. All right. I sampled lots before I'd sampled the wee sample. Okay, got you. Well, when I say lots, I sampled a couple of drams. I don't want to... You know? I didn't rinse the bottle that Roy gave to me that you gave to him. Remind me, re- refresh me then on your opinion on Stag Junior. Uh, through the prism of uh, cheese. Well, Is just it... right now in this moment. No, through the prism of just this whiskey. Uh, my, see, see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make enemies here. Mm-hmm. My experience yet. with Gordon y- yet. Oh yeah, I- I'm gonna make enemies here yet. My experience <laughs> with bourbon so far has been just kind of the top of a creme brulee. That's it. Burnt sugar. That's all you get. Mm-hmm. I so haven't not- learned how to love mm. bourbon. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's interesting. I've tried a, mm-hmm. a Stag Junior and 
Elijah Craig Barrow proof side by side. As much as I love them both on their own, to me, the Stag Junior can't hold a candle to Elijah Craig Barrow proof. Oh, really? It just does not oh. come close. Oh. Side, side by side, there's no comparison. For me, for me. Well, I, I will, what I will say to you, Scott. But if you get any Stag Junior, geese it. You, right, you'll, probably, <laughs> you'll probably agree that not all batches of ECBP are the same. No, that's very true. Stag Junior are the same. That's, that's very so, true. So obviously it's going to depend a lot on the, the two that you... And it might not be that individually we'd be able to tell which batch or whatever, but it might just be that the two batches that match up, you know, makes it makes brings out the the best in another and the mm -hmm. worst something. You know, that's a good for point. Me, for yeah. me, I, I'm amazed because I watch these bourbon channels in the states, and we're spoiled in Scotch whiskey because the bandwidth, the flavour, you know, it's the old cliche compared to bourbon is much much wider. But I'm watching these guys on these bourbon channels picking out these tasting notes that make me think they're sipping stuff that's remarkably different from each other. And then I try a similar exercise and I immediately think that their palates are much more tuned than mine. Much more tuned. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting the same distinction that they're getting between between a, a I don't know, a, a Knob Creek and a, and a Buffalo Trace or a but it'll be the same vice oh, versa, won't it? If, if yeah. you've got a, a bourbon drinker who just drinks bourbon and uses the, the, the scotch. Right. Um, the, the, I, I would imagine it would be a similar thing. It would be maybe more basic notes they're picking it rather than what more experienced people from scotch would drink. It's just the same vice. I mean, for me, bourbon, you know, when you drink a good cast strength bourbon, um, there's a, there's a, the difference is there. But you, I think you just need to take your time with the bottle. I mean, like, what was Elijah Craig barrelproof? Aren't they cheap over here? And um, you, they, and they're so super high ABV. You have to make them last, right? So, but they, they yep. last me like five, six years a bottle. But it takes that time to go through it and just kind of get used to it. Mm. Sort of. Oh, it's an absolute mood drum. But yeah. then again, like a blind tasting, or, or not even a blind tasting, just a tasting with like four or five different bourbons in front of you, like just going between them and adding water and taking them down and stuff like that. It's really interesting as well. But uh, I, I I love bourbon. I love it. But I, you know, but I think you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned ABV. For me, mm -hmm. bourbon needs to be higher ABV. I, I just don't know why that is. Yep. Light bourbon, forty five percent bourbon and under. Mm -hmm. Forty five is probably about the cut off. You can get you can get enjoyment at forty five, but under forty five percent, it's hard for me to get much engagement. Are we going into the peat? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Sorry, I just <clears> with <throat> the bourbon. I just tried the cheddar. Just whilst I had a piece cut. And the finish just nosedive into bitter notes. Oh. It's really bizarre. It's fascinating all at the same time. But I'm, I think I've, I think hard cheese is the way to go with whiskey. Mm. Waxy cheese, hard waxy cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to try like a Deanston or a Klein Leash with this. Mm. Mm. Maybe it's you're getting, you're getting a. Uh, I can't sell, see, see so much of Gordon's camera now he's he's descended into smokers lounge <laughs> sort of speakeasy uh, i think we shared a photo one time of how comfortable gordon's setup looked right mm -hmm. we're moving on to the smoked the peated yeah what yeah. what cheese what cheese because i think we've actually put everything on everything now what what cheese shall we start with the peated this, i think is this, the, the, this one? is the the best chance for the blue cheese for the blue i've just blue. tried it the just tried cheese. it I'm not, I'm not having it. You're not? Okay. <laughs> no. I'm going in. I'm going to, so I'm going to do blue. Blue blue with smoky. All right, me too. Oh, yeah. 
And then I'm going to put a light on so you can see me. Here we go. We don't need to see you. Oh, wow. Thank you. Wow. I'll say this. The Pete, my Pete, what was it, 50? 53.5. What age was oh, this? Wow. It was young, right? I can't remember. Oh, this God, is... no. Absolutely not. I, I'm just going to say, my Pete holds up. I'm Absolutely not. not. Put off. I'm not put off by this. That right, is mine, mine is working fine. Nope, mine absolutely fine. not. Listen, whoever suggested this needs arrested <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Gordon, did you like blue cheese beforehand? No, I didn't. I'm not a cheese fan, but no. this this is just an exercise in chewing, <laughs> chewing a bit of charcoal. It's horrible. Right, how do I mute his channel? <laughs> I went down another route, right? I went back. To the, I'm, not, I'm not at the cheddar for a while, so I went to cheddar mm. with the, my my Chig Ten, and it's just no happening either. No. Oh really? I've just, just got, I've just followed over, you. It just kind of overpowers the right, even the peat from that. Oh no! It's no no no. My no, my no. my blue cheese and peated whiskey was not my favourite, but it's not offensive. It's not it's um, not bad. It's not bad at all. I'm having a great time direction. with the blue cheese and Peter. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to put that down to your lechig, Scott, because my Lagavulin worked with both the blue well, cheese and my smoked cheddar. So the Lagavulin mm. 16, it's got a sweeter edge to it than this lechig. This lechig's obviously pretty mm. sharp up front, whereas the, there's a bit soft. The Lagavulin 16 is a bit softer and a bit sweeter. So maybe that's right. So I know you've just taken up a piece there, Scotty, but grab a chunk. Of your, your life ring parmesan. Cool. Mm -hmm. Is that what you've done? Mm -hmm. Superb. And it's just, <laughs> everything's going to be cured. I know blue cheese is like a, a challenging cheese on its own anyway, but I feel, I don't know, maybe it's because I've got like quite a light peat. It's not like a slap in the face Isla, but I think it just mellows together really well. Okay, hey. so what that's done is it's kind of rounded the corners a wee bit of the lechig. Added quite a nice bit of creaminess to the, the back end, and a wee kind of salty tang, which goes well with the the peatiness. Yeah, I think that's that combination works better. Has anyone tried the parmesan with the bourbon yet? No, no. I I I just want to say though, I went, I followed Scott down the parm to peat. It was pleasant. It was nice. It tamped down the peat for me. Mm-hmm. The yeah. cheddar and the brie, I still got the peat, but it neutered the peat for me. Yeah, me Whether too. Whether that's a good or bad thing. Almost like cancelled it out a little bit. So where are we at? We're thinking bourbon and parm now, just as a wee tester. I've got one chunk of parmesan left, and then I'm on to the manchego. That's all I've got left. Well, unless I get out of my seat and get some more. What's the manchego? A Spanish cheese. I think it's oh. sheep's. You'll love a manchego. Get the older manchego, though, Gordon. M well, to be, to be honest, in Scotland, buddy, you just need to grab whatever manchego you can get. There's, there's not, you, you don't get much choice of it. That's just but like in, strawberries in Spain, and fruit. It, it's usually, it's usually cut into a wedge with a dark rind around it. And what they do in Spain is they'll they'll slice it into really thin triangles, and they'll serve it with you know iberico ham and just oh, it's just magic, sublime. It's just sublime. Don't eat the rind on that one, Gordon. Not that's that's. Oh, I would right, say okay. that's inedible rind. Yeah, that, that I think it's good. edible, but it's not pleasant. Yeah. No, <clears throat> cardboard. The 
Parm and bourbon, no bad. It's okay. Doesn't he blow my socks off? No, I'm not having it. We at least see what everyone's favourite is because this is so divisive, isn't it? It's kind of given given the the bourbon I've here. It's really kind of brought the, the acetone notes for me. It's kind of high end notes. Made it a bit more sour as well. No, I'm no not. Uh, not happy. Let me just tear another bit off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going cheddar and bourbon now. Right, I'll I'll join you. Gordon, what are you contemplating right now? Ending it all. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's maybe round off a little. We'll go around. I'd like to hear everyone's favourite pairing. Gordon, I'll start with you because you, it sounds like you're at the lowest point. I'm hitting what, rock bottom here. What did you feel was the most successful pairing, or which one do you still want to try just to see if that can do it? The most successful pairing for me was the first one. It was the... That was cheddar? Cheddar and the Ardnamurkin. So cheddar and the bourbon. The bourbon. Bur- bourbon. Bur- sing- bourbon scotch cask. Mm-hmm. It was just Sorry, bright, bright purple deliciousness. Really like, wow, this is great. I think I managed to get a screenshot of you wielding your knife at us all. Right. I'll chip you. Scott, you look contemplative. Where's your head at on the most successful? Uh, well, I'm going to be completely up front. I didn't enjoy any of that. Wow. Whatsoever. Um, none of my whiskies were enhanced in any way by these cheeses. Not in any way whatsoever. Now, maybe I need to take a bit more time with it, but if oh, I have, fish. if if I have, have, if I have, have a wee have a wee chunk of parmesan. I've, uh, listen, have you eaten? I've tried and the, and a wee sip of this year, your Edredor. Right, I'm going back in again. Let's, let's keep them trying. Let's keep them trying till right, the stroke of midnight. Right, the point of having pairing whiskey with food, be it chocolate or shortbread or whatever it is, is to enhance it in some way to give a different angle on it. The only angle I'm getting here is making things worse. Right, so. <laughs> But then again, we didn't start well, did we, boys? No, no, mm. because we went for the blue cheese and the sherry. That right? was Rob. So <laughs> that's, that's instantly putting me right on the edge, right? So anyway, I did, I'm going try, back I did try to. I did try to. You didn't no, try no. very hard, Roy. Right? So, but I know I didn't try hard enough. So mm. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, the only dram for me that blue cheese worked was actually the peated. Yes, I'm going to say and the I, complete opposite, Gregor. That's absolutely, it's a free world. Mute his microphone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's, it's, it's free to, to shout being wrong loudly. Aye. All right, all right. That, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll not say No, it. just let me, let, me, let me do my round up. I and, beg your um, pardon, I do apologise. And I would probably say, yes, Parmesan is the most democratic cheese. Yeah. Albeit, I don't know if I'm going back on myself, I don't know if I liked it with the bourbon. Oh, but, but that was just me. I think that should I think be on I, triangles of Parmesan from now on. The democratic cheese. <laughs> I would say that I followed the instructions they were having some Parmesan with the, the sherry. Mm-hmm. That combination works not too bad. I'd maybe say that may be my favourite. However, wow. it would. I don't know why I would have that and not just have a <laughs> glass of sherry whiskey or a block of cheese. I, I don't just, so you, just so you can get through the sherry eventually. In some, <laughs> that's true enough. 
but it's not making it better. Better. It's not to me. Right. None of these enhance. Maybe it's my bad choice of cheese or the whiskey I have, but none of the cheeses I've had with it, any of these whiskies has enhanced it in any way. Fair I'm play. sorry. Well, that's all right. Rob, where are you? Where are you leaning in this experiment? I. So yeah, I agree. The Parmesan is the most democratic. It works with everything. The salt and the salty notes in it. It just it just seems to sit sit really well with all of them. I'm gonna go out and say that sherried whiskey doesn't work with any of them. I don't think I tried it with the, I tried it with Parmesan. I just don't. Maybe it's because we're both having edged hour, Scotty. Maybe that's it. Because it is quite a really, it's a really intense sherry. I feel it may be like something a bit lighter, like the Glenturic 12 might be better. But for me, today, tonight, it's not working. And now, and I like blue cheese. It's one of my favorite cheeses. The peat and the blue cheese is one I would go back to. The rest of them haven't been enhanced. It's just, it's it's been it's been enjoyable to try them, but I feel like. That's changed things for me, is the blue cheese and the peat. But then again, it's a, mm. it's not an Isla peat either. It's quite a sweet peat. So maybe that's maybe that does something to it. Yeah, I think it's gorgeous. Mm. Roy, what about yourself? What, what, what have you learned? I'm in heaven. I love this. <clears throat> Absolutely love it. Some, some of the contrasts going backwards and forwards don't work well. But there are a few that have made me go, that's just, that's just awful. The blue cheese is challenging with lots, but I find the blue cheese, this dry Stilton that I've got tonight with the heated one is probably fits best, but not perfect. I think the creamier blue cheese might work a wee bit better. I'm not sure. I don't know. I need to play a bit more. For me, that Glen Turret 12, the only thing it didn't work with tonight is the smoked German cheese that I pulled that, that, that you guys didn't even ask for. The sherried Glen Turret works with everything. My least favourite is the blue cheese, and then cheddar. And sorry, I'd have to. We have forgotten the brie that I've finished, right? <laughs> but uh, uh, cheddar, the manchego and the parmesan I had, it just just superb with that Glen Turret, superb. I struggled to find a match for the bourbon. Mm. Bourbon is just so overtly what it is. It's just so overtly bourbon, right? It's just. I couldn't find something that sat well, but the Parmesan did the best job. Parmesan did the best job with the bourbon as well. I, uh, yeah, I, I, but I'm just—I don't—I'm just the type that would be sitting there late at night. You know, their cheese board in the middle of the table. Whoever's left sipping whiskey and, and cheese, and just taking whatever chunk comes next, and just randomising it and just enjoying it. Um, and using the ones that don't work so well to contrast and amplify the ones that do work really well. But for me, sherry and parmesan tonight was just knockout. Superb. Mm -hmm. Love it. The sherry is amplified and the cheese is amplified. Gordon, I feel like I need to round out with you because have you, have you, have you started to find the will to live again? <clears throat> the, the blue cheese and the peat was just not on. No, on any level no level it was it on it was all off <laughs> the only thing that I've found is the cheddar with the Arnemurkin you know that really bright tropical whiskey 
with that nice, rich, generic cheese. Great. The parmesan was good with the sherry. Not my favourite. Nothing worked with bourbon at all. It all just came into a big dirge. Um, and that's pretty much where I'm at. I, I, I like Scott is saying, I don't think any of the whiskies have been enhanced. I guess I'm I'm quite a purist when you know whiskey is whiskey and you drink whiskey and that's the whiskey is the thing that's the product. Sometimes I'll have a cracker or I'll have a pretzel, and that'll be good. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to really bold, like they're quite an inert textural things and just give you a kind of palate equalizer. Cheese is its own entity, and to try and smoosh those things together for me, so I, I'm finding it quite challenging. Scott, what do you? Did you say you've done a, a chocolate and whiskey? Feeling? Yeah, I've done, yeah. Um, do, you think, do you think chocolate whiskey? Yeah. Do you think Gordon might find something in that? I, I think so, um, because because I, it, it depends on your palate, though, doesn't it? I mean, I've got a sweet tooth, and I quite like the balance of. I, I quite like. I do think that chocolate can enhance a whiskey. Same as you know, be it dark or milk. And, you know, there's plenty of these things, you know, there's, uh, what's the chocolatier up, uh, Aberfeldy way. Oh, uh, the Highland chocolatier. Yeah, yeah, so, like, he does a, 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 a taste and set. He's made chocolates to go with a certain dram sort of thing. Mm. Um, so, and, and they're expensive, but it's, it's good fun to do. Um, but that, again, that's not a scientific thing. I had a chocolate um, and whiskey parent at Kalila right before Kalila closed for his refur- uh, refurbishment. And that was like salted caramel chocolate and stuff like that. I need to look back and see what they were. But that was from from the Highland Chocolatier as well. And the drums we had that day there was like an un, the unpeated eighteen year old Kalila to some peated stuff as well, a facial bottle. Those worked. And those really worked. But again, is that my makes me my palate? To me, a chocolate and whiskey pairings are a more natural thing than a cheese and whiskey. Cheese and wine, sure, but cheese and whiskey, I'm not mm. sure. I think the ba- the the trick is getting. The balance, whether that's ABV or style with a certain cheese, we've what we've done tonight is we've kind of had a scattergun approach to different cheeses along similar lines, and different whiskies along similar similar lines. I think to get the perfect balance, it'd be a bit more nuanced and take a bit more investigation, if you know what I mean, to find that perfect balance. Because we're talking here about I'm trying to pair stuff with a sixty-eight percent uh, bourbon or a forty-six percent uh, Edradour or whatever it's going to be. So I'm not sure it can't work. I just think it needs a little bit more focused, if you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. to find those kind of flavours, which I think chocolate in general works with with whiskey, no matter if it's bourbon refill or sherry, whatever it is. Maybe not peated. I've not I've not done it. I mean, the peated stuff we had, like Kalila was a salted caramel, wouldn't it work quite well? It gave a kind of edge to it. But in general, I would steer clear of peated whiskey and chocolate. Again, sweet tooth bourbon cast matured with some chocolate. You know, it's magic. You know. Yeah. No, all good. Mm-hmm. All good. Let listen. Let us know in the comments how you've got on with trying to do similar. We'd love to hear how you got on. Maybe share what successes or less than ideal outcomes there were. Also, let us know if you'd like to invite Gordon us to invite Gordon back on for that chocolate pairing as a bonus <laughs> as a bonus episode one season. Um, 
No, this has been fun. I've loved it. I, I would say no, there was probably... To, no, just, just hearing what Scotty was saying, I think we need to do it. I think we need to do a chocolate one. Uh, for me, an interesting thing is that, I know you've got a, a sweet tooth, Scotty, but the dark chocolate, the bitter chocolate mm. it works best. Yeah. Even Tabasco chocolate, salted chocolate, all of these Chilly things work well. Yeah. Yep. Sweet chocolate, milk chocolate, creamy chocolates it can be a bit more hit and miss, I think. But yeah, I think I a chocolate, if, if, see if this goes down well with, with, with listeners, I'd love to do a chocolate thing. That would be but, much easier to, to mm, pair up because we could do it by brand, right? Yeah, and also, yeah. if that's a settle, I'm up for doing a, a, a kebab and whiskey pairing as well. <laughs> oh, now you're in, now you're in, season finale. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't give it all away for season <clears throat> three. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. Well, but you know what, can I just say, even though that didn't really do it for me, I'm glad I did it because it's something I would probably not have done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so to do with you guys and have yeah. a bit of discussion about what we're doing and what we're trying, what we're tasting, has made it a a really worthwhile thing for me as well. Like, and I'm not saying I'd never do it again, but it's just for me, it just did a quick click. But I'm happy I did it. Yeah, I'm happy I you think, did it too. Thank, thank you, <laughs> Roy, on the. On the Vipo, uh, with it was like it was said it's it's easy to do it wrong. Yeah. It's easy not to like. It's all about balance, isn't it? It's a bit balance. Absolutely. Well, the, the girl that we had on uh, on the Vpub that night, and I reached out to her for this tonight, but I think she's on holiday or she's she's actually maybe hosting a tasting. Phoebe. But we had Phoebe on, and she was incredible, right? Because she's just this energy, and she loves it she's all. Great, she's great. Right? She's, she's, yeah, she she's great. Energies. And it was it just so having her to kind of lead us a little bit, whereas tonight we've just kind of been sitting there poking around with our fat fingers in the dark, which is, like you said, absolutely spot on. It's been fun, but we're probably blind leading the blind. Having said that, I, I, I think I have enjoyed the flavour play tonight more than anybody else. I'm also going to say, like Gregory mentioned about, the, about, about listeners, if they leave comments about combinations that work for them, you know, that they mm-hmm. go, you know, go back to time and time again, that'd be really helpful as well. Something that we can maybe, because I'm all for be, uh, revisiting this at some point as well, you know, with a bit more focus on it. I don't know, but um, yeah, but yeah, all good. I agree. Awesome. Well, before we go into and roll out with uh, our I Am A Distillery, maybe just a quick heads up for next week or next, whenever the podcast launches, we're going to kick off the, I don't know if we can say it's annual or not, the Dram Face Face-Off whiskey bracket um as a as a little preempt for that you'd be you'd do well to sort of draw up a a top five and a top five subs recommendations or your favorite distilleries we'll we'll, we'll give you the full skinny and the full brief on that on the next episode but just seed that now should be fun it's gonna be good fun yep gordon yes sir you you promised us a cheesy i am a distillery (laughs) okay i'll do my best <clears throat> I I really hope that you don't get this on number two. <laughs> it's no, all good, not a chance. Good. <laughs> right. We're two weeks worth of drams in and a slab of cheese. <coughs> it's a mess. <laughs> okay, here we go. I am a distillery. I was originally founded in the late 19th century. Ardnamurkin. <laughs> That's you out of the game, isn't it? Aye. Aye. <clears throat> shot my shot. <clears throat> Shortly after founding, 
my roof went for a walk. <laughs> that same roof was then secured with metal strips due to a rise in theft from above. Okay. I feel like if we'd have got the last one, we'd have got that one. <laughs> Superb. Keep continue, buddy. Sorry. At one point, someone paid £300 to buy me. Glengyle. My reconditioned mill separates out four tonnes of malted barley per hour. Barley which has undergone six hours of drying over peat and 30 hours of drying over hot air. You okay, Scotty? Scott's eyes are bleeding. Uh, <laughs> I've got terrible hay fever. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> My stills were originally backups for Ferintosh Distillery, which operated for only six years before being closed and subsequently demolished. Not the original Ferintosh. Scott, did you say something there? I heard a no, murmur. I said Ayrshire because I'm thinking about Robbie Burns and Ferintosh. Oh. Aye, but because he, he lamented the loss of Ferintosh yep. and the agreement of tax-free whiskey production that they had <laughs> that lasted <laughs> for a hell of a long time. Yeah. Happy days. Yeah, happy days. <laughs> From the door that leads to my production building... Can you see the object that made me iconic? <laughs> the name of my whiskey is derived from Scots Gaelic that means Head of the Lake of St. Kieran's Cell. Roy's <laughs> <Roy's> face. <laughs> Anybody? I don't think it matters what I say now anyway because uh, I think somebody's doing a, doing a happy dance. So I'm going to go just, I'm going to just, I'm just going to just take the penalty and put it right over the bar because uh, we know the, what the answer is. Uh, it's, it's clearly Cavalan. <laughs> <laughs> or King Car Distillery, I should say. I am Glengyle Distillery. Oh. Well done. Well done. Yeah, well done, buddy. Uh, Roy, I'm glad you took that with uh, um, your yes. humility. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 yeah, it brought out my humble side. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I've been I've been embarrassed t week after week after week after week and celebrating far too early and all that stuff to to go reasonably <laughs> early and actually pick it up. Glenn Kyle, well done, Superb. well done, Roy. Congrats. Listen, if if you the listener don't want Roy to be on the hook for the the next one. Uh, by all means, send me one. Uh, time for a dram, all yep. one word, at gmail.com. Or by all means, dial the dramaphone. We just put a fresh tape in. We're waiting <laughs> for you. Chime in with a I am a distillery or anything, to be fair. Share your cheese, whiskey pairings. What do you suggest? Anything you'd like to see or hear, rather, in a future podcast, let us know. Gents, anything else before we round out? Well, just to say a lovely evening mm. uh, with you guys uh, with some, some cheese and stuff like that. So I really enjoyed I mean, let's say, enjoyed the, the experience and it's always nice to see you all and have a wee gab about whiskey. Oh, you too, Scotty. And all. It's, yeah, it's been, been superb. Love it. We look forward to this for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Good. If I'm, if I'm going to burn an evening, 
recording something. This and is just, how I want to do it. Just to tell the listeners as well, uh, we're wrapping this up about 25 to midnight, so <laughs> we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> the cracks in we, the we pavement will. will stay where they are. They will stay exactly where they should be, right? <laughs> On the ground. Well, we will report back if we have any. Please do, but yes. And also, oh, wow. leave, your, leave your comments if you also agree with me about that cheese after midnight is... Is the recipe for a recipe for disaster? Great stuff. Well, slander you guys, and uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Cheers, Cheers everybody. Thank you. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Thanks, Gregor. Thanks, guys. Cheers. For the record, for the record, Scott, that was two hours, bar the faff at the start, so we can no, do it. Perfect. No, it's just, it's all good, man. Just need to take the whippersnapper out for a, for his nightly, nightly shite. All good. <laughs> <laughs> and then does he come? Then you have to walk him around the block. Uh, I've got my Apple Watch on, and so it's like, uh, <laughs> record outdoor walk, sure. Just out for a quick pee with the dog, like five point six miles. It's all good.